0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall
1: guy.
2: the poster said, See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
0: Great to have you with us this morning. Rolling through the second hour on your Friday morning with David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves talking. All things sport. We're going to move in another footy direction now, and it's a great privilege we've got on the line. Member for Franklin. Good morning to Labor member David O'Byrne. Good morning, Mr. O'Byrne. How are you going this morning?
1: Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks, Flash. Uh, Jeezy, how are you going?
0: Hey, be Terrific to have you with us, mate. Uh, look, yeah, let's great, great let's come, well, let's get straight into it, mate. This the new SFL president. Um, I must yes. admit, when I saw that. A week or 10 days ago, I thought, fantastic, good on you. Um, What was behind getting involved back at the local level of footy? You love your footy, I know that. Tell us about your your thought process.
1: Well, mate, in some respects, it's really about, you know, there are obligations, I think, on people who have uh, received great benefits from something to at some stage when they're able to give back. Uh, I played footy for many years and I've, I've built some amazing friendships and had some of the greatest times in my life in footy clubs around around Tassie and, and I played interstate in Adelaide for a couple of years uh, and I'm a massive fan of football and partly it's about giving back but also partly it's about seeing uh, you can play a role to help out and I know it's no surprise that uh, uh, to, to anyone that Tassie footy at the moment is, is at a crossroads moment I think with the decision around an AFL licence, but also with a couple of, you know, iconic Tasmanian clubs going through some some tough times, uh, I think it's important for people to step up and help out if they can. Uh, SFL is in great shape uh, in terms of uh, the finances, in terms of its leadership. Uh, the board and the executive are very united around really building grassroots footy and Tassie, um, particularly in the south, obviously. And I just want to be a part of that. And they and thought I could play a role and, and I'm going to do what I can to help out and uh, and see if we can, uh, uh, you know, build and, and continue to strengthen community footy in, in the south of the state.
0: And, David, tell us about... Uh, look, you've only been in the rail for less than a couple of weeks, but what's what's something of real interest that, as you've stepped in and you've obviously had one or two meetings with some of the the stakeholders at SFL level what what's some of the an interesting take out of it so far that you've that you've seen and, and something maybe that you wouldn't have realized in terms of the the health of the competition um, some some individual stuff any any real takeaways that come to your mind straight away
1: yeah, on the positive, I think the the sponsors that we've been able to, or well, that the league have been able to sign up, and they're, they're growing um, each year, uh, has been able to inject some significant sort of finances into the game. Uh, and they've been able to ensure that the, uh, the SFL can run professionally. But also the fact that people want to be aligned with the Southern Football League and, and believe that it's a positive for their brand. We've got uh, Banjos, LJ Hooker, Premium Real Estate, ID Clothing, and Aquaculture and Might Modic, and they're, they're great sponsors and they know a good thing when they see it. So they think it's a good brand of footy. They think it actually reaches into a whole range of communities. And it's no surprise when you look at the, the demographic change that's occurring in and around Hobart that those areas uh, with new suburbs um, striking up seemingly overnight... Um, are getting good numbers at their club. They've got good men and women's programs. They've got good junior programs. We've got Brighton, Sorrel, Dodgers, Ewanville, Signet. You know, some of those uh, uh, those uh, sort of regional country, historically country clubs, are now very much into a, a greater Hobart area uh, competition, and there's lots of people. So the positive that there's, there's a lot of great people uh, in footy wanting to... Uh, wanting to make a difference. Um, the struggle is um, uh, pretty obvious. They're well known to people. So on field, it, it's about getting that pathway from juniors uh, to a to a senior club. And, you know, lots of things come into kids' lives between that sort of 14 to 17 year, year mark. And, they um, you know, they get jobs and, and life isn't like when I was growing up. You know, you you were shop trading hours, you, you had your weekends to yourself and, and basically it was footy in, in uh, winter and cricket in summer there's a lot of challenges so uh, making sure we've got those juniors coming through and they re- really they're welcomed in and their families are welcomed in clubs and also I think volunteers I think every every club every sporting code is looking around for volunteers so that's a challenge uh, some clubs are doing it really well some clubs are, are coming to grips with what that looks like you know you get a couple of people who want to do everything and that's fantastic so the power of delegation and facilitation is is a pretty important skill. So there's a lot to like, Flash, about um, about local footy in Tassie. Um, but again, not sure coding um, as a code. There are some challenges. And, and I think the discussion around the AFL licence will really open that up a bit more.
2: Obi, one, one of the challenges has been around the the security of the State League. So it's, it's longevity, a hmm. lot of scuttlebutt around uh, this being it's Potentially, it's last year with the with the state going back into into regional footy hubs. Uh, with that in mind, are you, are you are you starting to prepare the clubs for for being um, the key clubs in in the south of the state for footy?
1: Yeah, yeah, Jersey. I mean, I'm I'm I, I played a decade in the state league, and it's um, I, I always uh, believe uh, that. Uh, a functioning state league is a, a good idea, uh, and players want to play against their best. And I had, you know, some of the greatest. Um, you now playing against some of the, you know, XFL or VFL at the time, um, uh, players coming back to Tassie was some of the greatest, uh, you know, moments of my sort of playing career. Just actually <laughs> being a spectator at times, just watching them play their <laughs> play their trade. But at the end of the day, with the Northwest Coast teams pulling out, uh, and with uh, some real, I think, lopsided. Um, lists in, in the league it's it's absolutely struggled and I think the one thing that people want to do I think is have a bit of certainty want to be able to go and, and support their team and be a part of a club uh, week in, week out uh, and uh, if, if there is an AFL licence uh, that will mean that there will be a VFL team and therefore the role of the statewide league played um, potentially may not be there. So there's, there is some change coming and there's no doubt, I, I'm sitting around the table, the board and the executive there's been long discussions around what that may or may not look like, how we allow players who want to play in a community comp can continue to do that uh, and how players who want to test themselves against some tougher competition and, at a higher level can do that and we create those uh, and, and we work in well with those elite pathways uh, from the junior to the senior level. I, I think uh, there's there's no doubt there's going to be some change in terms of the structure for the Um, It looks like it's heading towards a regional league, but I think that's dependent on uh, where the AFL lands on a licence and therefore what the structure of a, a, a VFL uh, a team might look like. But, um, yeah, we're preparing for a whole range of options, mate, and I think any, any, uh, any league needs to do that.
0: Uh, I find the uh, the politics world that you're uh, involved very interesting. and A few people over the time have always said to me, Flash, you'd be good at politics. And I said, well, I'd last five minutes because I'd probably tell someone to get nicked pretty quickly and I'd disagree and I'd be escorted out the door. In this yeah. case, um, you've made a bit of a decision to go against in some form what the the State Labor Party have said about the stadium. Can you sort of put us through your thought process why you've why you i guess a tempered backer of a potential stadium down at macquarie point what's your thought process
1: yeah well, well i think when uh, i mean i think sometimes people set up uh, these choices um it's either either or in terms of uh, government decision to where they spend their money and and i think and i've said this consistently for a long period of time uh that uh, good governments deliver on on health housing uh, education, you know, infrastructure spend in terms of roads and, and those kinds of things. But if there is an opportunity to be involved in an infrastructure project that can not only create economic activity but can be can add significantly to, you know, the uh, the, the economy of the state, well, I think they've got an obligation to do that. I've always thought that. Um, I think the the state labor position is pretty clear. They believe that um, the the former is not happening, and that's why health and, and housing is is in a bit of a spot. And that's why I think the government is struggling to articulate a case around this. So, but my, my view as SFL president is very clearly that for the health of the game and as a passionate Tasmanian, uh, I, I wanna see the map running around. I wanna see uh, Tasmania representing um, uh, at the AFL level. I wanna see, um, you know, young kids come through uh, wearing Tassie tops, uh, you know, the map on their chest on their t-shirts um, back barracking for their team, not only for being a passionate Tasmanian, but we know it's crucially important for the health of the game. The package that was announced by Gill McLaughlin, partly it's the the the, um, the allocation of the distribution of the uh, the TV rights and the media deal. Uh, obviously, Tasmania would be very much at the top end of that, but there's significant money for grassroots footy, and that's what we need. I mean, Flash, Jeezy, you've seen. Um, kids around Hobart wearing jack, jump, jack Jumper's tops. They're not automatically basketball fans, but they love what the Jackies have done. And I'm a, I'm a massive fan of the Jackies as well. So it's inspired people to get involved, get off the couch, put the device down, get active and be passionate about their state. And imagine a footy, an iconic footy state like Tasmania. We produce some of the best in the game to be able to, to, to go every second week or, or whenever we have home games uh, to to a, a great facility to Chima team team on. I think that's fantastic, but again my view is on behalf of the SFL, it um, you know uh, we need a team and the, and the AFL have said if you want a team if you want a license you have to build this stadium so that's the position of the SFL and my view is the governments both state and federal need to work out how you deliver on that um, if 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 they're committed to a team and and how that is, um, how you bring Tasmanians along the journey. Uh, parochialism in Tassie is the button you go to when you've got nothing else, in my view. I think it would be great for the state, but, again, it's up to the government to be able to convince
2: people that they can walk and chew gum at the same time. And, to be honest, guys, I think at times they struggle with that. Obi, it... it... It does lead to an interesting question. And for people that don't understand politics, help us understand how uh, the, the federal Labor leader, the, the, the Prime Minister, Albo, is for the stadium, but the state Labor leader is against it. The federal Liberal Minister, John O'Dunham is against the stadium, but the state <laughs> Liberal leader, Rocky, is pushing all chips in. Can, can you help us understand these... These these party fractions in terms of who's for it, who's against it, because it's it's mighty confusing.
1: Yeah, it's look, it's a game of Cluedo, like it's in the library with the candlestick. <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, it is. But again, it, it I actually think that this is a sort of issue, and 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 I think I mean with Albo, I think he's made it clear to say, well, if you want us to play, right, and the federal government, you know, you've got the, 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 the Olympic Games in Brisbane, you've got. Federal governments who've committed to major sporting infrastructure across the country over generations, and so they've actually said, okay, well, we'll consider consider your position. Albo hasn't said he's against it. He said, well, let's see if you can make it stack up. And as a good government should, you assess these things appropriately. But um, yeah, it's one of those issues, mate, where it's um, people have got opinions, and they're either taking a, a, a short-term view, long-term view, or medium-term view, or they're yeah, it is. Uh, um, it's one of those issues in Tassie that um, it has divided people, which is unfortunate. But at the end of the day, I think major decisions like this should... You should allow the debate to occur. People put their positions out. I mean, I'm, I'm out in the community a lot. And, you know, I, I, uh, I sit down when people say, oh, you know, they come out with the reasons why they're against it. And I said, oh, have you thought about this? And they go, oh, actually, actually, I haven't. So, so sometimes people don't take a deep dive... Uh, into um, I think the foundations of, of a decision-making process and then when you sort of inject a little bit of have you considered this option or you know, or this position, I think people start to move. Um, hopefully the debate publicly moves from a, a for and again to a here's the context, here's the benefits, Definitely. here are the challenges. I mean, yep. no, it's not perfect. Like um, you know, I think there's, there's some of the proposal that's got it. You know, it's got a few knobs on it. But at the end of the day, you have to balance up the good and the bad and, and try to work your way through to actually have some sort of reasoned debate. But um, I, having been in politics a while, Jevsy, uh, good luck with that one.
0: Uh, we, I'd love to talk to you for a bit longer. We're gonna have to go to the news, but let's yes, be very about frank about it, David. As well, that bell revival is just not good enough. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. And that's what we. We tend to do here a little bit. The stadium, the facility, it's not a footy ground. It's not suitable to move forward into this world with this AFL potential. We need to get this right.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And what people don't seem to understand about uh, Blunston, uh, particularly in winter, um, is the wind. Like it's, you know, Mm -hmm. like we do get a lot of wind in Tassie. And, you know, you've seen some of those games, uh, you know, that North play where you've got blokes who either side can can pump it 55, 60, and they you know they, they either have to dribble it along the ground 70. to get some, uh, yeah. some metres or, or it uh, goes over their head. So I think that's an issue. Mm.
0: David O'Byrne, thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to talking to you during the year about footy at some stages, different stages. Look forward to running into you, and good luck with the new Absolutely. role with local footy, mate. It's terrific. Yeah, cheers, Flash. Cheers, Jersey. All the best, guys. Take care. Thanks, Obie. David O'Byrne joins us this morning. Let's head straight to the news.